Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Candy Bar. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Oh, Hal, we have a big one today. Yeah, we do. We it's do. We king have. Size? I, this is, I, I would say king size. Say this is a. This is the king size. Big hunk. I can't think of other size-based names for candy bars. Double large, triple well, wide. What is a? Have you ever had a double large, triple wide bar? I well, I'll just take a bunch of them and stack them. So yes, yeah. <laughs> I invented. It's not really out there yet, but I will be charging people for it. <laughs> you don't even break apart your Kit Kats, do you? You eat them rectangle. Mm-hmm. No, I put yeah. them all in like I'm feeding an <laughs> old IBM, and it's just gone. People wonder. <laughs> Well, if you haven't guessed, today we are talking about candy bars. Who asked this question? This is Sammy Gibson. This is Sammy Gibson. Sammy Gibson wants to know, what is the greatest candy bar of all time? So we figured, who better to talk about candy bars with than our superhero movie star friend, Zachary Levi? Hey! <laughs> Very fitting. Very yeah, big. it I seems thought, fitting. When you were saying we, we got a big one, big hunk, I thought, oh, this is my intro. No, yeah. like that. Oh, you, you were talking about actual candy bars. We were specifically talking about the candy. Yeah, <laughs> We have a tall, handsome candy bar to talk about. Yeah. And also, Zachary Levi's here. <laughs> this drink of water, this guy, this, this guy. superstar, international star. I'm very excited to be here discussing random things, but specifically, uh, I'm, I'm excited that we're talking about candy bars today. Uh, you're yeah, coming in hot with, uh, with a, you, uh, before we even started, you were like, guys, I know which one it is. It's yeah, I know what the best it's a dangerous, is. It's a dangerous call, my friend. It's a dangerous call to begin with, yeah, I, know, I know what it's going to be. Listen, cause it's all subjective, cause everything in life is subjective, but is it? And I think. <laughs> that is the whole point of this show. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, obviously, you know, there are things, there are things, be they ingredients, textures, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, crunch or no crunch sure uh you know whatever you're looking for there there are things that i think can stack up and build what could again always arguably but Mm -hmm. arguably the best candy bar on the planet you know well that that's our goal here today is to build that perfect candy bar we're gonna build build that bar or we're just gonna discuss all of the attributes of various bars we're gonna figure out what the greatest bar of all time would be and we're gonna see who gets the closest all right um, but, uh, but let's talk about your, uh, give us your CV on candy. <laughs> I mean, I do, well, there is, there was a uh, giant billboard of you in LA with a big old bubble gum. Yeah. Yeah. We're not yeah, talking yeah. bubble gum. We're, we're, no, full we're on not candy. talking bubble gum guys. And it, it, I will just to go tangent on bubble gum really quick. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting that as a child, the concept of mint gum is horrific. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> like, why on God's green earth, grandma, would I ever want to chew <laughs> your Wrigley's when I can have some bubble gum? Yeah. Why would I put any kind of gum substance in my mouth 
if it's not watermelon flavored or grape or strawberry yeah. or what yeah. some crazy concoction of the most amount of sugar that you can compress into a chewy substance, big league chew, whatever it is. Like oh, yeah. there was oh, yeah. no, it felt like a, the great deception to be handed a piece <laughs> of gum and be like, oh, peppermint. Oh God. And yet, and yet as an adult, if I have anything other than a mint gum, I feel like I'm killing myself. I feel yes. like you've been, if you've had yeah. a, little a, diabetes a, bombs, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's, even aside from the diabetes, like your, your whole, like your taste buds and everything just go. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much. It's so much to take in and so much sugar. And you're like, Jesus, this is, this is far, far too much sugar. The, 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 I don't know how a child with their virgin taste buds are even able to keep their tongue in their mouth without vomiting. So I find that to be an interesting turn of events. As we get older, we just complete, we, we flip-flop. I mean, maybe not everybody. There might be some <laughs> weird folks out there who are like, you know, 50 and just yeah. all up in the bubblicious. I don't know, but I, yeah, I the, couldn't, I can't even the, wrap the my head is, <laughs> Maybe two months ago, I did straight up see a pack of Bubblicious grape, and I was like, you know what? I haven't had Bubblicious. My gum has been a thin, hard stick for years. I have not had one of these little soft cubes in so yeah. long. And when and I got to say, man, the it, it's it's as delicious as I remember it. See, don't it knock it. I it is. Mark's the wrong person. He painted flames on his car when he was an adult. The, I think I did when you, with when house you have paint that from experience. Home Depot. I do. That's true. Uh, he put house paint on a car. So of course you like grape gum still, but I think there is a moment <laughs> that you have the first time that you have that sugary, that great like bubble tape or, or oh, big yeah. or whatever, just to try it again. And you mm-hmm. can't stomach it. That's the death of your innocence. <laughs> that is the last oh. shred of childhood. Oh, no, I, no, my, the, my innocence died a long time ago. I, I, don't think, I didn't even think to do a bubble gum. <laughs> oh, no, Before the bubble gum era? Do with bubble gum. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, well, that, it just, it just reminds me of those Shazam posters and me with that big wad of, of, you know, bubble gum poking out of my mouth. That was, that immediately reminded me that was the last time that I had that sugar because they needed me to actually chew that gum to try and blow that bubble. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I hadn't had any of that type of gum for many a moon before that photo shoot. And I have yet to have any since that photo shoot. That's just how, reprehensible it is to the taste buds i i just it's it's just too much you do you you drive around in a flamed up vehicle with you know great bubble yum yeah do what you got to do it doesn't mean you're gonna have friends (laughs) oh i'm losing i'm losing two in just this episode yeah yeah this is the end of us this this is what did it yeah. Now all I can imagine though is you hopped up on sugary gum in a Shazam costume yeah. on the set. Like, well, photo we shoot. should start a business. Uh, hey, we hey. should do it. I have an idea. <laughs> I mean, I guess that is. It's like, yeah, all that sugar really was like just kid cocaine, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just like, that's right. How do you how do you make kids like incredibly hopped up and confident about all their ideas? You know what we're gonna do, guys. You know what we're gonna do. Yeah. We're gonna build we're gonna build monkey bars, monkey bars that are like twenty feet long. And they're gonna come out of my backyard into your backyard. Yes, go break. All right. What are you on, right? Oh, yeah, bubble, uh, bubble yum. Yeah, yeah, bubblelicious bubble yum and hubba bubba. Up on fruit stripe over here this way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move off of the bubble gum because yeah. we have bigger Please. fish to fry. That's by true. Fish, I mean candy bars. 
Uh, yes, yeah. and clearly because you we can't have, have fried candy bars. You cannot. You can order those. Where have you, you had can. a fried candy bar? I have eaten a fried candy bar before. Was it at a fair? It may have been. I don't know. I, it, it seems like a thing one might find at a fair with like sure. elephant ears. You ever had an elephant ear? You ever had those? Mm-hmm. No. It might be kind of a regional thing. An elephant ear is basically just like a big flat pastry of sorts. But at the Ventura County Fair, where I, I grew up in Ventura, California, and we had these stands that sold these. But, you know, I was like, elephant ear. And I remember as a kid, I was like, are they really, are we really eating <laughs> elephant ear? Yeah, that's a, some yeah. smart-ass adult like, yeah, man, yeah, that's what they're doing. <laughs> Ivory poachers, they cut those off, too, and they bring them to the United States, man. Oh, my man. God, I wish it wasn't so tasty. I yeah. want it all the time. <laughs> Double um, died for your sins and your yeah. stomach. Well, you know, you need to have that sacrificial pachyderm. Sure. At some point. I uh, saw a sacrificial pachyderm once at a bar in Austin, Texas. They were fantastic. What a great band. bass player is really good. He ripped. Yeah. He ripped. Oh, that, that, that great garage band. I understand. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, so how do we, how do we dive in? Uh, was it a fried Snickers bar that you had? Just want to yeah, it was like a fried that. Snickers bar or something like that. Yeah. It was right. at a fair. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It might have been at a, some random restaurant, either like a southern restaurant or like a southern themed restaurant in new york i have no idea it does seem like something they would put in a southern themed restaurant in a city that's not in the south 100 percent. oh they eat fried stuff we'll just fry everything and call Uh, it southern food yeah (laughs) what do they know yeah we got it we got it oh my god so let's so how do we how do we start unpacking the best candy bar that is let's start with this we'll talk about some specific ones what do you think are the criteria that make a great candy bar well, I mean, it has to start with the chocolate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I can't think of another type of candy bar that is not a chocolate in base. Candy right. Bar. Really? Right? Really? Is the there only one is payday, which is just uh, caramel and peanuts. And it true. It mm-hmm. feels no chocolate like, involved. It's like the 30 something of candy bars where you're like, I'm supposed to like this at a certain age, but maybe it's not as good as I remember it being. So wait, are you, are you saying that's how we should have felt about the show 30 something? Listen, I can't draw your own conclusions. Timothy Busfield is a national treasure house. I mean, wow, that's really. Okay. I just, we're learning a lot about you, Hal. We're learning a lot about you. I'm an open book. I'm an open book. I'm here. That's, this is what uh, I do. But no, but, but, but fair point though. Payday is technically mm-hmm. a candy bar and there is no chocolate involved in a payday. I'm trying to, so there, there, there must be a few others. Well, there's, there's white oh, chocolate. Oh. Well, yeah, but white still chocolate still counts. That still counts, yeah. That's still yeah. chocolate. Um, I was going to say, um, Abba Zabba. Are we considering that a candy bar? The Abba Zabba and the Big Hunk, yeah. both taffy-based candy bars. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll say this now. Technically, I think we can consider them. They're not going to win, right? Oh, I know. I definitely. They, they're not even in my top 20. I'm just saying. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, I had a really hard time was as a kid with taffy product. I was like, what? I, this feels like I'm chewing on this forever yeah. with no real payoff. And like, it's just stuck all up in your teeth. And there's just such a pain. And the Abba Zabba, specifically, I was like, there's not nearly enough peanut butter in the middle of this thing to necessitate or th- make me want to chew through all of this seemingly flavorless taffy, right? Because like, yeah. what is the yeah. white taffy on an Abba Zabba? It feels there's not really a flavor it's to it. It's a white flavor. Yeah. yeah. 
white. It's just flavor. white flavored. It's the flavor white. of white. Yeah, not <laughs> vanilla. No, white. just white. No. Yeah, it, it might supplant ranch dressing as the flavor of white. Hey, 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 hey! Don't be knocking ranch dressing. <laughs> Do we need a tangent off in the best dressings? What is wrong with you? Hey, I look. I love me some ranch dressing. Do you put ranch dressing on a salad, or is it specifically <laughs> for dipping? You love you some ranch dressing. I love, don't, me, some don't ranch I dressing. love me some ranch dressing. You love ranch dressing. I, I mean, I'm mm. not going to marry it. It is. It, well, then you know what? We're done. <laughs> oh, uh, he's gone. No. Well, that was a uh, fun short. By episode. the way, did you know? Did you know? Uh, tangent. Uh, did you know that ranch dressing was only really created in like the l- mid 1980s? Really? Yeah, I did. It, it did not recently. as a dressing. It did not exist before. The mid 1980s. It was like, you know, nobody had ever really thought of putting that, like, the, like yeah. distilling the blue cheese and taking all the rancid chunks of blue cheese out and just emphasizing the nice creamy portion of it. No, nobody yeah. ever thought about that. Oh, you know what? It worked though. Unbelievable. It did work yeah. like gangbusters. Somebody had the idea to just pour dip on a salad. Like, yeah. Well, no, what that it wasn't dip. There was it, no. Wait, it did. So it didn't even exist as a dip or no, anything? No, that's what I'm saying. Ranch as a substance, ranch dressing, dip or otherwise, did not exist no. before the mid-1980s. No. It just wasn't wow. a thing. I know. This is, this is why the people of the world listen to this show, is yeah, to get details and important historical facts. That's yeah. right. That is fascinating. I didn't know that. Also, since we're on the topic, no. boysenberries. <laughs> oh, this I know. What, what, uh, what do you know? Go, no, go ahead. I'm excited to hear. Boysenberries were not first successfully uh, created, but let's say first successfully marketed, created and marketed by Knott's Berry Farm. That's right. They, prior to uh, Knott's coming around and his wife, by the way, the berry farm was kind of a side hustle. It was an actually, it was like a fried chicken, a roadside fried chicken restaurant. Mm-hmm. And his, cause his wife made incredible fried chicken, also made incredible preserves and jam. So then they started this berry farm to go along with that. And then they started doing attractions to kind of bring people in to have their fried chicken and jams. And have you eaten got, at that, then, at that chicken then, restaurant? And then Snoopy and the gang became a part of that. Uh, no, right. I, I don't think I've ever eaten at that. Is that restaurant? Does that still exist? That restaurant still exists. I worked at Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, it's uh, in the, it's in the park now. Uh, no, it's right at the front before you go into the park. It's street side. It's on a uh, beach boulevard or whatever, whatever the entrance is down there. It is delicious fried chicken. If you ever find yourself in Southern California in that particular area in this, Buena Park. This episode uh, sponsored by Knott's Berry Farm fried chicken. That's right. Some excellent fried chicken. If you ever find yourself down on beach boulevard. <laughs> Look, they're missing a lot of money with Halloween Horror Nights this year. Please go buy the chicken. Please go buy the chicken. Yeah. Why are you um, doing that ad like you're calling a baseball game? <laughs> because that's how you're supposed to sell ads, isn't it? Isn't that oh, how you do it. podcast? This episode brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace <laughs> is where anyone and everyone can make your own website. Now back to the show. Uh, I know. I don't know. Because I've always wanted to call baseball games. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Of course. Of course. So, that's the dream. Would you be the color man or the play-by-play? I think I'd have to be the color man. I yeah. I don't know nearly enough about any sport to actually like really be specific. Also, you got to pay so much more attention to be doing the play-by-play. 
and be ahead of it and like all of the players' names and the deal. I would just want to be like, whoa, no way. <laughs> Did you see that? That was crazy. Yeah. Fan in the booth. Yeah, fan there you in go. the booth. That's what a I lot of times at baseball games, the color guy could just be like, you know, it'll be whatever the, the play by plays like two on, two out for Jim Jenkins. And then the color guy's like, you know, I finally saw Red Dawn for the first time yes. this week. <laughs> the original version. Absolutely. Pretty good movie. I like a young Patrick Swayze. <laughs> That's it. Just completely wandering off on his own. Yes. Well, they gotta they gotta fill three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get well, it. That's why I think that's why Harry Carey was so great. Like he would just go off on the craziest tangents about you know growing up a, a kid with an alcoholic parent. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> if you want, if you want one of the old legends that's still doing it, Bob Euchre is still calling uh, Milwaukee Brewers games. Yeah. So listen to Bob Euchre right. call a Milwaukee Brewers game. It is a throwback. <laughs> just a bit outside. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the Indians win it. The uh, Indians win it. Oh my God! The Indians win it. Was so great. So good. He was also like a decent actor back in those '80s sitcom days. He was. Yeah. Like, he he was a great sitcom dad. He's a funny, yeah. affable dude. Yeah. Um, let's get back to chocolate. Yeah. Let's get back. I want to talk about we and we do have some listeners in the UK. Oh, they're they're hardcore about their chocolate. I know, and that they feels like an elephant in the room. Oh, that yeah. all of the, this entire list, the sacrificial pachyderm in the room, is that what the sacrifice? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the sacrificial pachyderm in the room is British chocolate and its supposed superiority to American chocolate, where we are dealing primarily with American candy bars. Uh, not primarily, entirely with American candy bars. Yeah. Oh, we're not even screwing around with anything outside of the U.S. Is that right? Mm-mm. I mean, we can throw no, we can throw a flake no or a, yeah. a Cadbury. No, I don't no know the arrows. <laughs> Arrows, yes. To yeah. me, let's let's talk about this uh, because maybe we will have some British ones in contention. I, we won't. We won't. Yeah, European <laughs> chocolate to me, they make fun of our chocolate. European chocolate to me takes like I'm eating chocolate flavored butter. Oh, I mean, is, I'm sorry. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> I, <laughs> that sounds delectable. Right. I get chocolate butter. <laughs> All right, guys. I didn't I mean, mean look, for that to sound as delicious as it sounded. Oh, I, re- oh, I re- immediately rem- regretted it. <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, you look, I think, as with most things, right? Like you love what you know, you right. fear what you don't. The as an American kid growing up in America, you're not even subject to most of those other options unless you have English parents or Anglophile parents or. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something like that. Or you go to a particular grocery store that had all of those options growing up, which most of us did not. So and all those English kids growing up, they didn't have any of our stuff. They didn't, most Mm -hmm. of them didn't have anything until they ever visited the States or something like that. So of course they're not going to like our stuff and we're not going to particularly like their stuff. I mean, I will say that I I can understand from like a, uh, I mean, it's difficult to even, say the word health or the term health and wellness <laughs> and talking about candy or chocolate. You couldn't even get that word out the first time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I can understand like, you know, we've been putting a lot of not so great stuff into our food, in our food processing for far longer right. than the EU, than, you know, a lot of places around the world. So, um, I'm sure that our chocolate is uh, tainted and processed in ways that it shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, and yet still gave it the flavor that we were accustomed to and that we grew up with. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a very difficult thing to argue, like, which one is actually, actually tastes better because we're accustomed to right. 
a certain taste. I've tried to be open to the idea of like, okay, I'm going to, I'll eat this Cadbury. Although I think even Cadbury got bought by Hershey's or something mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago, or actually maybe quite a few years ago. And there were so many Brits that were up in arms. They're like, you can't take off Cadbury, you Hershey's <laughs> expletives. Because <laughs> we don't curse on this show. Um, That's right. That's right. Family friendly. So yeah, so they they were they were apoplectic to say the least. And they and mm. some have said that it's changed the taste and consistency of the chocolate. I, I can't speak to that. But I don't think I've ever met an like an English candy bar that I've preferred over my favorite American candy bars. Yeah. And I wonder I mean that might be nostalgia is part of it. And you know, the taste buds, those very strong taste buds that you have as a child that can withstand hubba bubba bubblegum. Yeah. But yeah, I, these are American chocolates. I like my butyric acid, which is apparently the ingredient that gives American chocolate its American chocolate flavor. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Straight that. Up. By the way, butyric acid is something that's good for you. Yeah. I don't know if that like I take that's part of some of my supplements that I take. Like it's actually good for digestion and stuff like that. There you go. So if you want to be good for your digestion, just eat a lot of chocolate. Eat a lot of Hershey's, guys. Yeah. I knew I'd been doing it's it that, wrong. The, the answers have been sitting right in front of us this whole time. Yeah. Since we're talking about chocolate specifically, yeah. Yeah. let's talk about the OG, the original 1900 Hershey's milk chocolate bar, the bar that started it all in the United States, the nickel bar that used to be this big. I'm holding my hands up in a large bar. And then eventually the nickel bar got so small because they didn't ever want to change the price of the nickel bar. The nickel bar just got smaller and smaller and smaller until it was like, guys, there's no point in selling these nickel bars anymore. Maybe it's a a bit of an old school purist in me. I love a straight up Hershey bar. Do I think it's necessarily going to win? I think it's been improved upon over the years with the addition of your nougats and your peanuts and your caramels and your pretzels even. But there is something magical about an old school Hershey bar. Look, we have an Amazon hub locker in our building. Mm-hmm. brag and right now in that locker waiting for me is a case of 36 bars of hershey's chocolate the reason being that my wife her one treat she has a day is some hershey's chocolate with some marshmallows on it that she puts in the oven and she makes like a little s'mores dish like in her mm-hmm. calorie counting that is like the okay treat to have so i just keep us sort of stocked in it and it's fine but it's also it's on its own. Like if we were going straight chocolate, you might say Toblerone is the greatest candy bar, but it's going to be about the overall composition of the bar and the yeah. other ingredients in it. That's really going to, I think, bring the winner to the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, I've never really been sold on, on the naked Hirsch. I, I've, mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've had it. We've all had it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, I mean, hell it's got a, a town in Pennsylvania named after it. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. after the guy who created it, I suppose. Uh, I take a lot of pride as an American in that, like Hershey's, like, you know, it's, it's a, that's a, that's a cool thing to know that that's like our, that's our, that's our Cadbury. That's our, that's yeah. our, that's our deal. I would say a Mr. Good bar, just throw some peanuts in it. And all of a sudden you've got a more superior bar because yep. you've got yep. something to go against that chocolate, but it's I, it's okay. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> talk about blow my skirt up. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about some of the additions because we were talking about what makes a great chocolate bar. You mentioned just adding peanuts to a Hershey bar oh, yeah. improves it because it gives it that crunch. It gives it that sort of uh, umami that comes with nuts. I think that whatever our winner ultimately is going to be is going to have some sort of crunch factor to it. Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. I I think that the best bar mm-hmm. is something that consists of well has multiple consistency to multiple consistencies, um, <laughs> layered mm-hmm. treat. Mm-hmm. It's got yeah. it's to me it's got to have that chocolate covering, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sure, of course. Uh, it's got to have a little crunch in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to have a little uh, smooth in there, so that could be. A caramel or caramel, mm-hmm. depending on what part of the country or world you're from, mm-hmm. or some other type of I don't know p- peanut butter. Yeah, both nougat. A whipped, a whipped nougat. A whipped I do like nougat. a I do like a whipped nougat. A whipped nougat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> though I'll you say you need to have more in there. Like that's why Snickers I think blew up. Yeah, like, I, you know, and they also kind of. They were also kind of like marketing it as like it's a meal in a bar. Like mm-hmm. this is a, this is <laughs> yeah. this is a meal replacement. And in some ways, for like calorie counts and all that stuff, like it, it did give a lot of calories. And you had the nougat and the caramel and the peanuts in it. And you know, Snickers is still up there, man. That's a tasty yeah. bar. I think Snickers, in all honesty, I think Snickers is going to be the one to beat in my mind because it's it, it's like it's adding those layers. It's you've got. A three month, okay, you've got a Hershey bar. That's just straight chocolate. Yeah. Then you add the whipped nougat. Then you have a three musketeers bar. Add a layer of caramel. You have a Milky Way. Add a layer of peanuts. You have a Snickers bar. So of that core group of candies, it seems like the Snickers bar is the winner, at least out of that bracket because of the variety built in. Sure. Absolutely. I don't know if this is a criteria, but Mm -hmm. I think the best candy bars are great if you get them like fresh in quotes from a shelf, but are also great when you freeze them and oh, yes. frozen. Oh yes. Snickers yeah. are so oh, yes. good frozen. A frozen Snickers oh, yes. is, well, is I think good. any I think any candy bar is kind of better frozen in some respects. Yeah. But you true. can't overfreeze them because then you're now you're like gnawing you can yeah. really mess up your grill. You're just kind of sucking on it and waiting for it to melt. And you're yeah. like, what is that gross thing this, in your mouth? Yeah, yeah. Not only Chocolate is this drool. not a, an enjoyable way to eat this, I look like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah. Oh, he's just over yeah, there gnawing yeah, on, on a Mars. sucking on a Snickers. Like, yeah. what? That's, you, start getting, you, know, you get very drooly. Like, I'm almost, I'm almost ready to bite into. <laughs> I do. I will say that as a kid... I had to graduate up into that though. Like I, I definitely felt like just the nougat and, and chocolate, I could wrap my head around the Three Musketeers. Then I could mm. wrap my head around the Milky Way with the caramel. And then, because I still was always like oh, peanuts, I don't like. I don't know that I like peanuts in my. And then eventually, your taste buds kind of graduated a bit, and you're like, I, yeah, I'm a little, bit, I'm a little like I'm older and adventurous, and I need some peanuts. <laughs> and um, I, you know, I never thought of it that way, but it does. It makes sense. When I was really little, I loved Three Musketeers bars. Yeah, they were the. And now they, they just seem like a waste of time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If I do. get a Three Musketeers bar, I'm just going to dunk it in crushed peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just coated exactly. in caramel and peanuts, and then you've basically created the candy apple version of a Snickers. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and let's just... not forget though that some of so we got the peanuts for crunch, but also we got the, there's there's some other ideas or some other things like the rice crispy mm-hmm. and wafers. You know. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about. I was just. I'm glad you brought that up. We talked about the crunch based candy bars, like Crunch Bar. I mean, like that's a Hershey's crunch- with right. rice crispy in it, basically. Let's talk about the crisp-based ones, be they rice or wafers. Specifically, wafers was what I was thinking, but I'll Kit put Kat? the the puffed rice in there. Which one? Kit Kat? Yes. You have Kit the Kat, Kit Kat, you've got, and the Twix are kind of the two yeah, big Twix ones in that world, right? Love me some can, Twix. I, 
can I say something? Oh, this is definitely going to be controversial now. Mm-hmm. I I like Twix, but I don't think I love I, – every time I have them, I'm very excited. And then after I have them, I'm like, I remember those being a little bit better. Like it's almost like the two bars aren't enough. Yeah. What's no, wrong I get that. Me? No, I, I, I don't yeah. think you're wrong. I get a Twix because I'm fooling myself frequently. And what I'll do is I'll be like, you know what? I, I, I kind of want a little piece of chocolate, you know, give myself a little treat. You know what? I'll get a Twix bar. Then I'll just eat one of them. And I don't think it's ever happened Never. that I've just, no, I've eaten them two even. at a time. Oh yeah. Like, sure. yeah. Well, by the way, those are also great frozen. I think Twix oh, yeah. are almost kind of the best frozen because even when they're super solid mm-hmm. frozen, they're, they're small enough to just, and they're, and they're not, there's not, there's only those kind of smaller layers in there. So you, you can really kind of yeah. you know, knock it off. And the wafer yeah. isn't dense enough that it's unbreakable, that it makes it the, the fact that the wafer stays breakable cookie, in freezing the cookie i'm sorry the cookie How yeah dare you let's talk about the kit kat are you guys kit kat fans oh. they're okay i will say that i appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit of the kit kat like <laughs> they have more flavors than any other candy bar i can yeah. i can think of it's bonkers you go to other countries i've had like in japan they are all about their different flavored uh, kit kat yeah it's, it's insane banana flavored Kit Kats. Actually, not bad. There's a great Japanese store in New York that I love that they have a whole Kit Kat section. There's green tea. There's oh, the yeah, banana the ones. There's the, the pink one. I don't even know what flavor the pink one is, but there's the strawberry maybe. Maybe. Yeah. They're, but they're, they're delicious. I, yeah. I have three flavors of Kit Kat in my home right now. I have original. I have the dark mm-hmm. chocolate mint, which is a, a revelation. Ooh. And apple pie, which I bought only because I saw that it was available and I had to try it. And surprisingly, it's got white chocolate on it, which for me is kind of a no-no. But it tastes very good. It, t- it kind of tastes, when you've chewed it before, before you swallow it, feels like a mouthful of apple pie. So I, I mean, I, I would hope so. That's what they're marketing as. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it tastes like a fish, which is really yeah. a problem. I should write them. Yeah, keep yeah. Eating them this though, does not taste like apple pie at all. <laughs> this Dear tastes like sir, God. Madam. Fresh cod, specifically fresh cod. I don't. I enjoy apple pie. Also, by the way, I do like cod, but this is not what I was bargaining for. I. Um, Speaking of the chocolate and the mint, to tangent a little bit, and 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 it's not a candy bar, but good lord, I would have loved for it to been a full candy bar. Andy's mints. What is? Oh, oh yeah. yes, the thin layer. The best yes. part of going to dinner with your parents ever. Yeah. You'd get yes. to the end and you'd mob the hostess stand and be like, yes, I'd like one. <laughs> yes, I'd like another. Like, God, so these I are free. It. I can just take what I want. Yeah. Oh my God. It's one of the best. I don't know. They just don't exist in restaurants anymore. I don't know what the hell's going on. Can you get them full size or they only exist in little squares for pillows and bowls at the hostess stand? I, I, I don't know. I, no, I want to believe are. that that's what they are. That's like, guys, we don't want to stray out of our market. Yeah. So, well, our, our demo is small. And we're not going any bigger than small. Uh, do you guys, do you have a restaurant that you remember from childhood specifically by the candy bowl at the end? I remember Garcia's restaurant in Knoxville, Tennessee. I would always get excited to go, not only because the Mexican food was very good, but because they had this little bowl and a little spoon as you exit and you get your little handful of candy. It was the greatest thing in the world. Mine was also a Mexican restaurant, Casa de Soria in Ventura. And they had, they were, they were an Andes mint uh, yeah. type of place. They also had Tootsie Roll Pops that you could mm. buy at the restaurant. 
And I don't know, did you guys have this kind of urban legend growing up that if you had a rapper uh, that had, remember on the Tootsie Roll Pops, there was a bunch of like kids and like different activities. And mm-hmm. one of them was a kid dressed up like a Native American shooting uh, like a bow and arrow. And there was a mm-hmm. star like at the end of where he was pointing. And somehow it, me and my friends, there was this urban legend that was passed around that if you got a rapper that had the star on it, that you could trade the rapper in to get another Tootsie Roll Pop. We believed this wholeheartedly and we're so good at believing it that we convinced the people working at the restaurant, like, no, no, you need to give us another one. <laughs> and God bless that young hostess working there. She's like, okay, oh, yeah, is that how it works? Okay, here. And she's like, got the rapper now. She's, I don't, do I send this in? What do I do with this? Does this go to corporate? The kid found one with a star. I guess I have to. This is like I was. What if what if it's true though? What if she mailed it to corporate and they were like, "Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, Did you give him the much. free one?" Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. and here is your replacement. Yeah, <laughs> a series of pneumatic. Here is your one replacement. Yeah. Yes, exactly. We got, got one. another star, guys. Got another star. You're putting them in the bank tube as they put the money in. Like, hey, I know they have. I know they have lollipops in there. No, no, no. Put this wrapper in there. I want to get the tootsie pop. I want to get the tootsie pop. How any restaurant with all of your favorite candy? We had a ton of diners in the Philly area, uh, one of which I really enjoyed. It was called Tiffany's Diner on Roosevelt Boulevard. And they had the bowl of the soft after-dinner mints that you oh, could yeah. scoop with oh, a spoon. Yeah. And I would just use it like a sk- – like I would just shovel it into my hand, into my little paw, and just eat them one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Those soft, because they're not really soft. No, they're – it's like soft chalky. chalk. Yeah. 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 That, that was like the go-to grandma – glass bowl candy yeah yes yeah yeah i never was really into those things i don't i i'm an old soul you I are suppose. yeah I really am. as he unwraps a werther's sitting front row at the theater <laughs> the yeah. werther's i could do though i like a little butterscotch in my you know what i mean i i don't mind a werther's i don't mind a werther's yeah. if they came in bar form they would be eligible yeah exactly uh, i'm um, at the theater unwrapping a werther's i heard this this valjean is very good <laughs> <laughs> He's a swing. He's a swing. <laughs> uh, little, bro- little Broadway humor for everybody listening right now. For those Actually, that was a touring those, show. That was, yeah, a, that was a regional touring show. Yeah, it was touring. I heard yes. this foul, John is very good. He's a very swing. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. <laughs> Beatrice, put him away. Yeah. What? Tissue in the other hand, always yeah. for whatever reason. Always. Yeah, I mean, never you know, use it. They're, they're running. A, a tissue lot. in a Ziploc yeah. bag in the purse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my guts. Uh, uh, so back to candy bars. Yeah, um, where we were on. Crispy, we were on crispy we were on bars. I mean, my favorite, as I noted before we got into this, mm-hmm. my pick for for should I wait for the end or should I should I say this now? Why do you throw this my, out as your pick for best crispy bar? And well, then we'll throw a. But it's my pick for best all, but all around. It, it doesn't it's, matter yeah, what our picks what? are. Hold man. on, Mark. Let me throw let me throw a wrench in the gears. Oh, this See is how exciting. You feel about this? Okay. I feel like we're dancing around just trying to name as many candy bars as we know, mm-hmm. and we could do that forever. But I also right. think we each have our own idea of what the best one is, mm-hmm. and I think we should get it out there. Okay, and then take a break, and then see where we land in terms of choosing. I think that uh, is a. That I think winner. that's a great idea, Zach. Go ahead. It's the whatchamacallit. <laughs> whatchamacallit is the best candy bar. It, it's You can't find it everywhere. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why it didn't get more love. I, I still remember the commercial when I was a kid. How's that go? Wow. Sugar, oh. caramel, 
got got what you call it what you call it it was so good. It was the bar they were eating in the Goonies, wasn't it? Didn't they have a they had a whatchamacallit at some point in the Goonies? Oh, it's I thought. Baby Ruth. Yeah, they definitely had a baby. They definitely had the baby Ruth, but baby for some I, Ruth. Baby yeah, oh. Ruth. 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 Also, by the way, a, a very good candy bar. Yeah. And yes. Just what? Nougat, peanuts, caramel, chocolate, chocolate right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, it's a kind similar, of looks like a poop. Yeah, it's a similar combo as a Snickers, but it just looks like a, a poop Snickers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, but it's interesting though because it 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 definitely it tastes considerably different than a Snickers. I don't I don't know why. Maybe the maybe it's the proportions of how they put it in. Right? Wasn't wasn't the baby Ruth also? Wasn't there a movie where it ended up in a Caddyshack. pool that ended up in the pool and everybody jumped out because they thought it was poop? Yeah, and then Bill Murray eats it. Yeah, and then. <laughs> It's just, a, it's just a baby Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah anyway. Whatchamacallit, crispy, caramelly, chocolatey, crunchy. I mean, it, it had, it was, it was, and it was also, and it didn't feel like, um, I don't know, it didn't feel like it was, uh, too heavy. Like it, yeah. it, it was like, it was still, it was crispy, wafery enough and light enough, but still gave you all the flavor. I want one right now. Now, you're a little younger than Hal and I, but it was created in 78, the Whatchamacallit, and they didn't add the caramel until 87. So no do kidding. you do you remember the Whatchamacallit as pre caramel? No, I, I only remember Whatchamacallit because I don't think I even got into Whatchamacallits until I was I was born in eighty, so mm-hmm. eighty seven when they saw I mean seven years old I probably wasn't even uh, trying my first Whatchamacallit until I was ten eleven something like that yeah. Yep. So we're going, yeah, it seems like the whatchamacallit in question in this is the 1987 reboot of the whatchamacallit. Well, that, that commercial that, that Zach was talking about, there is a lyric and it's ooey gooey caramel, whatchamacallit, like it's in there. I didn't remember so any of I the remember. lyrics except for whatchamacallit, what, what, whatchamacallit. That's How's all- that go? Wowsem do. <laughs> Wowsem do. They say Wowsem do. I don't, that's not even a... <laughs> It's word it's, or a term or a whatever. The candy bar is so good. You will speak in tongues after you <laughs> eat it. How's them do? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How's them do? What's them this? Oh, we must have had a whatchamacallit. I'm not just trying to name check all of the candy bars. I promise I'm not just trying to get through the whole list. But I will say the crispy peanut butter in a whatchamacallit, I think, is vastly superior to the tooth-shattering crispy peanut butter in a Butterfinger. Oh, yeah, the glass that they put in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. That Although, peanut butter man, glass. Man, I did love me some Butterfingers for a hot second. I just I, I just feel like the proportions were wrong. There wasn't enough mm-hmm. chocolate yeah. for the... I mean, is that peanut butter in there? I don't. If you're going to take a polarizing texture like what is in the middle of that and just make it the entirety of the candy bar with a thin layer of chocolate on the outside, yeah. it's a bold move. Yeah, it's super bold. Although I think they had some of the best marketing any candy bar has ever had when they tapped yeah, into sure. the Simpsons. Absolutely. I mean, having yes. Bart Simpson sling your candy bar was like, that's genius, y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was ubiquitous in our youth because oh, yeah. of Bart Simpson, mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. of how you kids today don't realize how huge Bart Simpson was oh, yeah. in the early 90s, late 80s. But oh, ain't man. that crazy that the kids today are still watching Bart Simpson? New episodes. New Y'all. episodes of the show. Yeah. Y'all. Y'all. Nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger. Oh, oh man. man. All right. Hal, what's your bar of choice? 
Well, first of all, I have to applaud Zachary Levi, our guest, because whatchamacallit is fantastic. It is one of my favorite candy bars of all time. It would be my number two to my number one. Now, I love a Snickers bar, but in 2004, Hershey figured out a way to make it better. They said, we're going to take chocolate, peanut butter, peanuts, caramel, and a waffle-shaped pretzel and make a bar out of it called the Take Five that mm. everybody loves, but nobody knew about it. And they rebranded it a few years ago to be the Reese's Take Five. And mm-hmm. it's still just as good. It is, I think, the perfect candy bar for all of the different proportions and flavor. It gives you the texture. It gives you the sweet, the salty. And mm-hmm. you are always satisfied after having it. And it comes in like two little poops instead of one big poop bar. So, I mean, it is shaped like a poop. I always prefer like two little poop. poops as opposed to one big poop. I don't know. Sure. I just like cleansing the colon. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> whole, one fell swoop. One, one fell poop. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be my number one that I would take to, mm-hmm. to the finals with me. Mark. What about you, Mark? The, we'll see. The normal Hershey bar. No, it's not the normal Hershey bar. And, and I, I, I gotta say, guys, the point of this is we are trying to discern objectively. So we're trying to objectively discern a subjective thing. I think my favorite one that I would put up, I'm not putting up my favorite one. I'm putting up the one that I think would be the objective victor in this. All right. Which is the Snickers bar. My personal favorite is the Hershey's Nutrageous just because I love, or the Reese's Nutrageous because I love Reese's peanut butter cups. They don't count because they're not a bar. And that is the closest thing to a Reese's peanut butter cup in bar form. I think they're delicious. I'm a huge fan of them. Uh, it is rare. I haven't had one in years. Now that I'm thinking about it, I want one immediately. Yeah. They're pretty tasty. Yeah. But I, I'm trying to think objectively. And I think that Snickers is the correct ratio of everything on the inside. I'm not trying to push for Snickers to be the winner. I'm trying to discern the winner. I think whatchamacallit is a strong contender. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, look, if we're again, this goes down. Like, I, I personally like mm-hmm. whatchamacallit, and I think it's super underrated. I think more people ought to try it, you know, so long as they don't have health complications. Uh, but sure, right. I, I think that if we're trying to pick, like, what's the GOAT? What's, yeah. like, the OG Michael Jordan of candy bars, I would I would probably agree that Snickers still is holds that. I don't know that mm-hmm. anybody's come up and beaten them as far as like most synonymous with like being the candy bar. I, That's I, a great I, way of putting it because it does it does it feels like Snickers is at the top of the mountain going who wants some who wants and some? these are great contenders that are coming yeah, yeah. up to fight the Snickers. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you consider a Rolo a candy bar? We were just having – right before you jumped on the call, just yeah. in conversation, I was like, is a Rolo candy bar? Because it is long. It is a long, thin poop that uh, – uh, oh, no. Ro- uh, Rolos are individuals. Ro- you're thinking – yeah, Rolos are individuals. Rolls. No, I think Rolos are individual. They're trying yeah. to trick you into yeah. thinking it's a candy yeah. bar. Yeah, they stack them in candy bar I, shape. I personally, I personally don't think it's a candy bar. I think no. it's a bunch of individual little chocolates. Yeah. yeah. But the reason it's I asked because my ex-wife and I got into one of our gnarliest arguments – because we had stopped at, a, at like a roadside, like to get some gas, and we got some yeah. snacks and stuff. And we were driving, and uh, she had got some Rolos, and I got some. I can't remember. And I was like, I, and I was just trying to, to make small talk. And I was like, "What's your favorite candy bar?" And she goes, "A Rolo." And I go, "Well, I don't, I don't know that a Rolo is actually a candy." And she was like, don't you tell me, don't you tell me what my favorite, I'm like, I'm not trying to tell you that you shouldn't like Rolos, I was making an observation about what an actual candy bar, like, fuck, 
Anyway, I'm glad that I have your support in that. that yeah, not, you are you are 100 percent right that the Rolo is not a candy bar. I think the Rolo is the equivalent of two kids stacked on top of each other wearing a trench coat, <laughs> pretending to be a grown up. Like the <laughs> paper wrapper on Rolos is like, no, no, no. We swear we're a candy bar. Can we see your R-rated movie? Yeah. Uh, Tootsie uh, Roll is also not a candy bar, by the way. It's just a big log. It's a big log. It's, it's I would log. put it. I would put it with like the Big Hunk and the Abba Zabba. Yeah. 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 Kind of. I'm not even. I've still to this day have no idea what the hell a Tootsie Roll is. It's chocolate flavored taffy, right? Oh, is it? I think that's like a what Charleston it is. Chew. Yeah. Kinda? I don't remember really what a Charleston Chew is. Similar. Yeah. Chocolate it's like a multiple yeah. different yeah, it's like a Roll. flavored. Yeah. It's like a Tootsie Roll. Also, like Tootsie Roll is like a Charleston Chew. That's like a Tootsie mm-hmm. Roll. That's like a Charleston Chew. Yeah, it's just a snake eating its own head. I'm stuck in the loop. Tootsie yeah. Roll now owns the Charleston Chew. Oh, of course. Yeah, the Tootsie snake Roll eats bought its own them out. Tail for real. Yeah, exactly. It's the Instagram stories and Snapchat of candies. How you're that, making a face. And that there are two things I don't use. <laughs> yes. Are you really not Grandpa on Instagram? Grandpa doesn't like that. <laughs> are you not on Instagram? I am on Instagram. I'm just not. I don't. I made this uh, resolution. I was like, I'm going to take a. I never use Instagram. I'm going to take a picture a day this year. I started on January 1st and I kept up with it. And then mm. something happened in March and I was like, well, it doesn't matter if I take pictures of anything anymore. Now it's one long day. So I haven't gotten back into it, but maybe Some, I should. something happened in March. Yeah. Something happened. I don't know what March. you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we've gone through all that stuff, where do we go from here? Well, so I think from here, we take a look at what the perfect candy bar would be. Yeah. I think like in our version where we have talked about having a little bit of crunch, a little bit of smooth, lots of different textures, it being something that is done in layers. What constitutes the perfect candy bar? And, right. and do I, do any of these three fit that? I would argue that all three of these fit that, they which do. makes this slightly more difficult. But before we do that, I take five and outrageous and a whatchamacallit. Uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, Snickers. A, a, a whatchamacallit is right? Snickers and a take five. Those are our finalists. Yeah. Mark loves the nutrageous because he's such a good guy. I'm going with the one that I think is objectively. Oh, That's man. fair. Have a spine. Be committal. Yeah, really. <laughs> I am committed to the real loose thesis of this show. That's right. Mark, <laughs> Mark remembers the pretzel shape incident of 2018. That's you know true. what we're going to do? We're going to take a brief break. And we're going to come back and do uh, what Mark is talking about. We're going to Frankenstein the perfect candy bar and see which one comes the closest yeah. to one of these three bars. Well, but first, hear about some of the other fun shows on the Maximum Fun Network. Why don't you? Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. Hi, I'm Lori Kilmartin. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show. Who are you, Lori Kilmartin? Oh, my God. So much pressure. Uh, I'm a stand-up. I've been doing stand-up since 1987. Uh, I'm a writer for Conan. I've written a couple books, have a couple CDs out, have a special out. 
Who are you, Jackie? Well, I too am a stand-up comic since 1984, and uh, I do the road like a maniac and uh, don't have a cool writing job, but I have four albums out working on a new album. We talk about stand-up. We talk about uh, all the different parts of stand-up comedy. So that's the Jackie and Lori Show, and you should subscribe on Maximum Fun if you want to hear that. (laughs) And I would encourage you not to. And we're back. back. We don't actually take a break. <laughs> we never take a break in the actual recording, but it's always fun to watch any guests. Yeah. You're like, oh, can I go to the bat? No, I got to come back. All right, great. I'll yeah. sit down. By the way, I don't like, I also don't want you to think that that was, I'm sorry, was that the midpoint? That was hour one. No, yeah, we're, we're nearing the, the answer on I this. I got one. some stuff I have to do. So. No, I look, I get it, man. I'd love to just wax philosophical about candy bars for the rest of the night. <laughs> I have other pressing matters. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, it's night there, too. Well, it's nightish. It's Eve, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, Jeopardy's coming on. Okay, we oh. got to get through this quick. Oh. <laughs> By the way, Alex is seemingly doing okay right now. I, yeah, he, yes. He Recorded a message, and you know, yeah. man, I hope he, I hope he pulls through. That I know, crazy. Yeah. Man. Also, really it's it's insane to think of how long that guy has been a staple of American television. Really, I guess even kind of. Maybe international because I don't know where Jeopardy. Jeopardy might syndicate in other places, but mm-hmm. also that it's a syndicated show too. Like it's always been a syndicated show. It's never even been like prime time or whatever. It's like no, it's Jeopardy. Yeah, and we sell the different markets, and that's what we do. Yeah, uh, one of the staples of American television. It really is Canadian since we were all kids. Like yeah. he has been oh, yeah. what eighty four? It came on eighty five. Right, thirty fifth yeah, anniversary. Yeah, that Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. They're hanging on, baby. Good job, Merv. Good job. Perfect games, perfect games. So, All right, so let's build this perfect candy bar. It's definitely yeah, yep. chocolate. Yes. Yeah, definitely. That eliminates a bunch. But not white chocolate. No, 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 no. No. White chocolate is, white chocolate is. White chocolate is barely chocolate. What are we even talking about? Yeah, we're, we're not, we're not talking. <laughs> you come, you come onto our show and you talk about white chocolate. You don't like it when you talk about white chocolate. Yeah, that's right. I don't like it when he talks. Tell him what happens when we talk about white chocolate. People get snapped in half like a Kit Kat and that's not right. the easy way. How do, you, how do you do that over Zoom? That sounds very difficult. We got buttons. We, <laughs> we, got, buttons. we got buttons. We got buttons in different places. You know? Yeah, he's got one of them keyboards that got the, the, the color buttons on it and lights yeah. and everything. Mechanical. <laughs> Mechanical. It's a Just click like, clack. Charlie C will program something real nice for you. <laughs> All right. So okay, but but dark chocolate or or just milk chocolate? I think milk chocolate is. I think yeah. that that's. I, yeah. I, I, I'm agreeing. I just I just yeah. want to narrow it down for the viewers. Or as yeah. as Hal has previously said on this show, one of my favorites. Uh, ugh, dark chocolate tastes like homework. <laughs> one of my favorite Hal Loveland lines. <laughs> so so it's chocolate based. It's now. Here's a question: Do we want nuts in it? I mean, I think it's got or I, some I, sort of crunch. We, we need we need something that makes it crunchy. Yeah. Yes. I think it's got to have. Either peanuts or peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And if it's got peanut butter, then it's got to have crunch outside of the now missing actual full peanuts. 100% agree. Okay. And I am generally a fan of something having peanut butter in it versus it not having peanut butter in it. Uh, agreed. Peanut butter and chocolate were two of, it's like one of the greatest combos that God has ever given us. Amen. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're inseparable. They're so good. Yeah, that you can't have one without the other. So good. 
so we need, do we want a crispy element to it? We've got crunch. We've got peanut butter. We need a little, a little something crispy in there. Yeah. Well, crispy or crunchy again. Like I, I think it's, it's, it's one mm. or the other. I, I'm not, I'm going to keep de facto heading toward whatchamacallit here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like though, it sounds like, and I hate to say this because I know it is regarded as the king of the mountain. It seems like the Snickers lack of peanut butter might get it pushed down the hill. Well, there's peanut butter Snickers. Yeah, there are peanut butter Snickers. Yeah, you guys are but really honestly, messing with my head right now. Honestly, though, yeah, Mark, peanut as butter much Snickers haven't sold better than than regular Snickers. Yeah, like regular Snickers, even peanut butter Snickers, they're yeah. very, very good. This is mm-hmm. not a. I I don't think honestly, if I were gonna throw my vote to something right now, as big a deal as Snickers is, I would probably go with the Whatchamacallit. because even hearing it. Like I, it was one of the first bars that came to my head mm-hmm. and then Zach brought it up. Ken, who is silently doing a jig in his office right now. Because yes. <laughs> our producer, our producer Just, is dancing because he also was like, it's the whatchamacallit. It is such a good candy bar that it feels like it would be criminal to eliminate it just because it's not as popular as Snickers are as good as Snickers, even like the, the, even the eating of it. Mm-hmm. It holds better. A Snickers, because of its height, when you bite into it, it will bend and break and snap and like flake. Right. You'll lose some of the bar. I mean, I won't because I'm holding it real close. <laughs> like, you're shoveling it in. But like even the composition of it, it's like 1930, mm-hmm. the Snickers comes along and changes the game. Then in 1978, they perfect that balance because you have the peanut butter wafers. You have caramel, peanut butter, and chocolate all together. And it's like the composed bite is out of this world and it's even all the way through. You're not going to get more or fewer peanuts with any particular bite. If we're mm-hmm. really getting down to like the nitty gritty of, of these. But that's the whole point of this. You know what? It, it, it seems like we're heading in a direction. So I'm going to give you a checklist. I'm going to give you a checklist of details. And if the whatchamacallit can check off all these boxes, the whatchamacallit might be the dark horse that has defeated in this. Although we haven't gotten to the take five. I don't want to give short shrift to the take five. Uh, if you're playing the drinking game, you can drink now. Cause I said short shrift, but does it have chocolate? Yes. Check. Yeah. Does it have peanuts or peanut butter and some other crunch based element? Yes. Oh yeah. Does it have a crisp element? Yeah. Yeah. Does it have a smooth element? Yeah. Mm hmm. This is this is an upset for the record books. I, I, you know what yeah. I mean? This is, this is I don't I don't know. I don't How do you say other than I just I hate being right? <laughs> Does the Take Five want to challenge in ritual combat the Whatchamacallit for the title of greatest candy bar of all time? Mark the Take Five yields its time to <laughs> the distinguished candy bar. <laughs> From the Hershey Corporation, created in 1978, perfected in only nine years later. People of the world, this is a shocker. You never expected this to happen, and yet here we are. We did it. It happened, and we had a damn superhero come in to tell you, so don't even argue, or you'll get hit with lightning about it. The best <laughs> candy bar. It's fine. Just don't let threaten me do this people thing. on my behalf, Al. Don't shoot them. I'll threaten people with lightning. All right. So you he, just he warned just, them that I might do that. Listen, at any moment, it could happen. 
He'll just grab you and say Shazam. That's how he'll do it too. You know, he's not even going to waste. Can I, can I, before yeah. we wrap this up though, I have, I have a question and I have a comment. One, mm-hmm. Go ahead. what the hell is nougat? Uh, I've had, have you ever had like Italian nougat? It's a different thing. It's almost like a really hard taffy. It's white and it's got like hazelnuts rolled into it or mm. almond paste or something. They sell it in Little Italy in New York on these giant blocks and they'll just like cut you a hunk off of this slab and they call it nougat. But the nougat I know is the whipped stuff that is yeah, just whipped sugar. It's it's basically sugar or honey, nuts and egg whites. That's basically egg all Egg whites, is. that's okay. what the okay. okay. And you will uh, find it nowhere near the best candy bar of all time, which is the whatchamacallit asked and answered. Your comment. <laughs> and then my comment is, as we leave our listeners and, and our esteemed fellow guests on the podcast here, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to just ponder something. Mm. Uh-oh. I've always wanted there to be a fruity component, like, like, a, like, a, like a jam. Like imagine like a peanut butter mm-hmm. and jelly and chocolate with crunch bar. You know what I mean? Do raisins count? What are you talking I about mean, the not really. I like like mm-hmm. I do. I love me some raisinets. And by the way, if if you've never done this, some raisinets and popcorn together, like Good in combo. one mouthful, holy Toledo. Yeah, yes, sir. But I I just I want there to be the, I want I don't know I want there to be some kind of a fruity layer also yeah. like if a snickers also had a little fruity layer in there i don't know i feel like that would i want to chef's kiss that i would love that the first thing that popped in my head when you said that is uh because i'm thinking would you, would you go on the wet side or the dry side because i'm thinking like when i thought raisins raisinets i'm thinking like dried cherries dried cranberries yeah. I mean, but you're you talking like that. a straight up jam yeah, or, or, well, yeah, I would want to, if there could be a, a jam of some kind, but the problem is that you know that like a mass produced version of that is going to give you like the worst kind <laughs> of preserve, quote unquote preserve. Yeah. It would have to be some like artisanal type of a, type of a deal, but you know, the kind of like good stuff you get in some like proper chocolate shop. Yeah. Or, 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 or whatever, or, you know, or like, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it's the cherries. I've had some great fruit in chocolate kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but I want, I want it all. I want, I want a full candy bar that's got that in there. I just Listen. like peanut butter and jelly so much. It's just so good. I, peanut butter and jelly is, so is, it's the other great peanut butter combo. It really yeah. is. And also, speaking of our distant cousins across the pond, I only recently found out peanut butter and jelly is not even a thing there. Oh, they need to learn it. They don't yeah. do peanut butter and jelly. They don't do preserves and peanut. Like, it's not a thing. They'll do peanut butter and honey, which, yes, is tasty. Mm-hmm. But I think a peanut butter and strawberry jam yeah, on yeah. some good soft bread. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever had, you ever had Smucker's Uncrustables? Those little, like, pocket. They look like, yeah, they look like mm-hmm. a little round hot pocket with the little crimped yeah. edges. Yeah, they're great. Oh, wow. You freeze them. Freeze them, and then by the time they get to school or work with you in your lunch, yeah. look, yeah. you freeze them. By the time they get to school or work, yeah, <laughs> it turns out, yeah, we're adults now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm look. I will rock an uncrustable as an yeah. adult. I don't care. I mean, and I, may too. I think I know what you're really saying here, Zach, which is that you want to start a business with us where we go overseas and create this candy bar. 
and sell it. And then we can all retire and live in three flats that connect like the Beatles and help. Thanks. We'll, yeah. We can talk about that. Picking up what I was laying down. <laughs> That's right. You Mark don't have to sell Always it. missing my cues. <laughs> I'm all, Guys, I read between the lines. Oh, Dude, this was so fun. Here. Thank you so much. What, is there anything you would like to promote? Uh, uh, a world peace. Uh, Good. Yep. Would, uh, actually use a little more patience and kindness and empathy with one another. Know that uh, even the people that you think are potentially evil or wrong or horrible want the same thing, which is to have a safe and healthy life for themselves and their family and their friends. Uh, we're so divided. We're more divided than any other time I can possibly think of. It's certainly in, in, in my lifetime, and it's quite terrifying and sad. I would be promoting uh, any work other, except that we're not working. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Nothing to really promote there, but, um, but I definitely wish to promote that we would all love each other a little bit more right now because we really need that. Amen. And for those who uh, might not follow you on Twitter, that is a great, you're a, a great uh, haven for joy and peace in a world of arguing. So thanks for coming on our arguing show. I pl- yeah. Hey, I love a good debate. <laughs> Debate's not arguing. Debate, like, I love a good, like, good old fashioned, let's break, let's, you know, we, this is what we're missing. I mean, we, you know, you can easily do it with candy bars. Although a few years from now, Lord knows, even those will become politicized. You chose what? <laughs> what? Him a what? No, 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 no. Oh my God. Anyway, but thank you. I appreciate that. And if you do follow the Twitters or the Instagrammies, uh, I'm at Zachary Levi on both of those things. So. Well, Zachary Levi, thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, uh, this has been a treat. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Talk about your favorite candy bars. Let's celebrate the sweeter things in life. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus for a really great reference doc that we used heavily for this episode. Uh, graphic designer Uri Kelman and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world, for giving us an opportunity to sit down and uh, have some fun and talk about things that we find silly and important. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.